0: What are you going to do to get better today? Because when you get better, your business gets better. And many times we focus on our business, but when was the last time you focused on you? What are you going to do to get better spiritually, get better financially, get better in your relationships, get better in your health? Because when you get better, your business gets better. So go do something to be better
1: personally today. This is Jared Easley. You're at Star of the Doubts, and of course, I love to meet with good people. And today we're meeting with Dennis McEntee from DennisMcEntee.com. Did I say that right? Dennis? That's great, man. Awesome. How, how do you say? Yeah, it?
0: No, you even pronounced it right, which you know most people don't. So okay, well if I if
1: I had mispronounced it, we would start over. <laughs> no, you know
0: this is probably totally authentic. I bet we wouldn't have. We would have just kept
1: rolling. So the story, I'll, I will very be very quick. Is I found out just the other day, I was coming to Greenville, South Carolina, and I was like, "Who's in Greenville, South Carolina?" Dennis is in Greenville, South Carolina, and we just met recently in my neck of the woods. Yeah, we're for Lauderdale. So oh, wow. why not repay the, uh, yeah, whatever, <laughs> come hang out, see if Dennis is in town. You are in town. Here we are.
0: Awesome. I'm glad to be here, and I'm here with the one and only Jared Easley. Well, I'm, I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> You're awesome. All right, so Dennis, uh, first of all, I want to hear the story, uh, your version of the story of how we met.
0: Oh, gosh, is it the same as your version? So,
1: my version it, has
0: spaceships. No, I guess it was what four or five years ago we were sitting in a Kent and Julian. So, kudos to www.kentjulian.com. Yes, we like Kent. Yeah, we like Kent. And uh, so, we were sitting in a speaker's workshop, and I believe that's how we met, right?
1: Yes. Okay, good. But, but one of us has done something with speaking and the other hasn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's all about gifting. You know what I mean? I think it's yeah. really finding your gift. And, you know, cause I'm more of a speaker than a writer, than a coach, you know, I'm probably speaker, coach, writer, and some people are more writer, coach, speaker, you know, and those are kind of three different gifts. I think that like in our space and the content creation expert space, I think those are sort of the three primary giftings that people kind of show up with. And so I've just gotten really clear that, you know, my gift is speaking, training, keynote speaking. And I've just realized that that's where a lot of my referrals come from. It's where I do all of my marketing. And I think finding your gift is real key. So, you know, Jared, I just know that's my gift. And so I've just kind of leveraged some of that
1: stuff. Once you identify that gift, though, it's one thing to have the gift, but it's another thing to create the opportunities to use the gift. Meaning, you know, people have to know that you speak and they have to want you to come and speak to them. And that's a challenge, I think, for people that feel like they have a speaking gift. So I'm curious about what that was like for you from knowing, hey, I'm reasonable at this or I'm good at this to now, how do I get the word out? How do I grow this opportunity? Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think the key thing with a lot of people is it boils down to confidence a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge key because especially in the speaking game, it's much more of an internal game than an external game. You know, in being able to have the confidence to just put yourself out there and, you know, to put yourself out there and even be rejected. Because especially in the speaking game, and I primarily you know, go after associations and corporate clients, and in that space, you've got to be willing to be rejected. It's a little bit of a yeah. sales game. It's a little bit of a, of a mental game. It's much more of a mental game than it is a skill game. Does that make sense?
1: It does. So when you target a new association or something, what's the process that you would follow to, I guess, introduce yourself and put yourself out there? So a lot of it comes from... It's a funny business, is because
0: the best way to market speaking is to speak. And so a lot of times people say, well, how do you get first started, right? Because if the best way to market speaking is speaking, so I do a lot by referrals. Almost all of my stuff is by referrals. And I'm very intentional. Part of the contract that people sign with me is that I ask you to give me three referrals. Interesting. You know, and so it's already part of the expectation. In fact, it's already part of the upfront conversation when I'm talking to people. It's like, hey, if if I do a bang up job you know, who are three other event planners in this space that you think I'd be a good fit for? in making that a part of the process. And then I'm willing to do, you know, some old school things. I still do a lot of direct mail pieces. I don't do a lot online. I know this is crazy. We're on a podcast and- (laughs) People are like, who is this man? yeah, (laughs) Yeah. But here's the deal. In certain markets, it's not dead. I know we might get some hate mail, but in certain markets, direct mail is not dead.
1: All right. So give me an example of direct mail. What, what are you doing?
0: Okay. So my latest book is Eight Qualities of Drama-Free Teams. My next book coming out later this year is uh, Drama-Free Teams for Nursing. And then I have Drama-Free Meetings, Drama-Free Accountability, Drama-Free Performance Coaching, and then we're working on uh, a Drama-Free Sales Training. So we've got some of those in the pipes, but I've really branded this Drama-Free which is really, you know, not being the victim, not making excuses, but taking ultimate responsibility and ownership for your life, your organization, for your teams. So I'm all about, you know, having people stop the blaming. And so, Jared, I got, I got this idea, and actually it was a, given to me by a friend of mine. I'll just give him kudos, Stephen Roel at stephenroel.com. He sort of planted this seed in my mind. is uh, I went out and bought a boxes of fiddle faddle. You remember fiddle faddle, right? Mm-hmm. So, all of us over 40, we, you know, we, we remember fiddle faddle. If you're not under forty, just Google it. Fiddle faddle. Okay. So it's like Cracker Jacks. Right. And so what I discovered is is that my book fits perfectly inside the box of a fiddle faddle. And so and I realized that at Dollar General, for a dollar, I can go buy a box of fiddle faddle. So I went and bought boxes and boxes of fiddle faddle i stuck my book in a box of fiddle faddle
1: without the fiddle faddle
0: w- with the fiddle faddle in it because oh, it comes it in it, it includes it. yeah because you got to give me a gift man okay yeah that's okay yeah, yes you, you know so the book and the book and the fiddle faddle and it, fits. and it fits okay okay and then i put a little note in there and just basically said hey are you tired of fiddling with the drama in your organization <laughs> i love and, that you know just a couple other things like that and uh just mailed it off
1: I would imagine these people get stuff all the time, but that's a unique. Yeah. Something unique.
0: You know, another idea that I know some guys do is they, um, you know, you can bid, get those gigantic bouncing balls. Like, yes, you know, I've actually are, done that. <laughs> right. You know, you send out a bouncing ball. Hey, yeah. I don't want to bounce an idea off you. You know, or you can send a noodle in the mail. It's like, you know, hey, I'm kind of noodling on this idea. I'd love to talk to you about uh-huh. it. So, you know, just, you know, just being creative, I think, you know, goes a long way, but, but I think before you even get there, it's You gotta win the internal game. You gotta win the confidence game. Because here's the thing, Jared. A lot of people are focusing on the how-to's. Okay, well, how do you do this? And how do you do this? And and how do you and the how-to is not the issue. It's really more the why to. You know, it's that internal game because it's like if I believe I can, the how-to will show up. It's like, you know, when your heart decides the destination, your mind starts to draw the map. And the problem is a lot of times is that we're stuck in our heart. We're not really clear. And we're not. We don't have hundred percent clarity, and we don't have a hundred percent confidence. And so we kind of start down a road, and then you know we hit a roadblock, and then we just stop. And the reality is, Jared, it's. I started this in two thousand four. I came back from the mission field, broke, depressed, had nothing. Four kids. I knew I could speak. I was a preacher, but holy cow, how do I leverage that? Yeah. And so you know, it's kind of been a twelve year journey, and. Every time that I've kind of jumped another level, it's always been because I jumped first another level in my mind. And so I think with speaking, I mean, you obviously have to be gifted, you have to have the skill, but then you have to win the internal game. And that's the biggest battle.
1: Yeah, well said. Uh, we'll stop the interview now. <laughs> now <laughs> no, we're just talking. We're having fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that, though. That was, I think that's why we do this show. It's Star of the Doubt. So, you know, who doesn't deal with that internal wrestling match? So. Dennis, you are also a big fan of uh, connecting with people who are wise. So I'd love for you to tell a specific story. Of, well, that's on, why I'm with you. That's why I'm <laughs> connecting with you. You know, you've, you've downgraded today, but. No, stop. But, but, but yeah, yeah, I know that, that this is important to you. And I was, I was curious about if you tell a specific story of how that has helped you.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, every time that you go up another level, I think you need a new mentor to show you how to live at that level. And, you know, it's a mindset issue. And many times mindsets are not taught, they're caught. You really catch a mindset. You know, I don't I don't think you teach people mindset. It's like you catch a mindset. So there's a couple things that I do is that there are I kind of sat down last year and decided, okay, who do I want to be friends with? Right. Because if it's true, is that, you know, is that you'll be the same, you know, this year as you are last year, except for the books you read and the people you meet. Right. So I just really intentionally sat down and I said, who are the people that are doing things that I want to do? And then how can I be friends with them? And so I have different areas of my life, like a, a spiritual component, where I really try to plug in with guys that are like farther along than me, that can mentor me and coach me financially in my career. And I just decided to you know, figure out ways to serve them. Because I think service opens the door to people's hearts. And so I meet with a guy that I feel like he's got more money than God. You know, you know one of those kind of guys, right, right. you know, money, you know, and about once a quarter, I fly up to uh, Pennsylvania. And he's given me access, but, you know, Gerald, I'll spend a $1,000 on wine that'll show up on his front door before I ever show up. And just find ways to like bless him and enter his life and be a blessing to him. And just the fact of hanging out with him. And, you know, for example, like he just said one statement to me, uh, I was just with him last week and we were talking about budgeting. I said, well, do you budget? How do you budget? What does that look like? He says, he says, really Dennis, he said, you know, once you're past 25 and you know how to, how money works is you pretty much know how much money you need every month. He said, really says budgeting can just be an act of fear. He said, because you're really saying, it's like, I only have this much money and I'm never going to have any more of this much money for this month. And so I got to figure out how to how to spend it correctly. He said, really says it can be an exercise in fear. And it's like, holy cow, it just like nailed me. You know, because, you know, for, for me to grow financially, it's like, I've got to get rid of that fear. I still have a, a little bit of that in my heart. So I'm very intentional about hooking up with people. And then I always try to find, determine the expertise of the people around me. You know, it's like, I'm not going to ask my mechanic about marriage problems, about my marriage problems, right? It's like, I'm going to go to my mechanic because he's a great mechanic. And so I'm going to really define the people's expertise and then just try to draw from that expertise. And I think learning the skill of asking great questions, I've got a book, Power of Pursuit, that just goes through like an entire hundreds and hundreds of questions that you could possibly ask people. You know, because I really believe that the answer is either inside of a book or inside of a person. And so your answer today, it's inside a person. Your job is to go find that person and discover, you know, that answer. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a part of a mastermind of other speakers that we're all kind of pushing that million dollar mark and kind of, you know, so we kind of drive each other there. And then I'm intentional with coaching. And then I'm also intentional with the people that I, I want to hang out with.
1: So the pre-qualifier is these are people I want to I spend time with because I respect how they live or the specific aspect of what yeah, they do. Yeah, you need. know, I think life is too short to not,
0: you know, have fun and not be around people that, that you like. And, and what's happened is, is that I've caught their mindset. You know, I used to say things like, because we we're just talking, I was just thinking about the money aspect. I used to say things like, you know, oh, that's expensive. Oh my gosh, that's expensive. And then I, I had one of, one of these guys just tell me, he says, well, who said? Who said it's expensive? You know, and really it's like, yeah, it's really true. I mean, because the one person is cheap and another person is expensive. It's all relative. And so just even like, but that mindset, you know, had totally like infiltrated, you know, my heart. And, you know, it's interesting. I mean, mindset, you see mindset by the words people say. I mean, you know, the Bible says that, you know, your mouth is connected to your heart, you know, out of the heart, you know, out of your mouth, the heart overflows. And so it's like, you see people's heart by what they say. And so when I hear myself say things, it's an indication of what's inside of my heart. And I need people in my life to go, is that really true? Well, who said that? You know, I I was telling one guy, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I got this course and I really want to make $100,000 from this course. That's really my goal. And And he looked at me and says, man, you're really limiting God on this, aren't you? And I was like, oh, crap. You know, but really. And so just learning these different mindsets. And so it's a mindset game. And I really focus much more on the mindset than the skills, than the how-tos. Does that make sense? Focus on the what and the why, and I think the how just sort of appears, it appears to you.
1: Travel a lot, how do you balance that with family? I don't. No, I'm teasing,
0: I'm teasing. There's
1: a weakness, there's a kink in the armor.
0: No, maybe we should have my wife come and ask her that. That would be fun. Yeah, so I do a couple intentional things. I office out of my house. So I live in the beautiful town of Greenville, South Carolina. We're downtown right now, looking yeah. out of Starbucks. And there's all these awesome office buildings. And Jared, I don't want an office building. I don't want to rent one of these office buildings. So when I'm not traveling, I office out of my house. I don't travel on weekends anymore. There used to be a time where you know I would travel during the week and then I'd go preach somewhere on a Sunday morning. And I don't do that anymore. And so I keep my weekends home. And I really work to only travel three days a week at the most. And then I do a technology free day. So it's a 24 seven, it's a 24, seven. I wish it was 24 seven, but it's a 24 hour block where I take a Sabbath, where if it plugs in, it doesn't get turned on. So that's no cell phone, no computer, no email. I do watch television and I do keep my fridge on during that time. But
1: <laughs> a man a day, of conviction, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, I do. You know, And so I got to be honest, but it's a technology-free day. And so what that does, because I, I feel like I was always entering in this space where like I'm always working. And what happens with me is like if you send me an email and it's my day off, I'll look at the email and go, oh, okay, I need to take care of that tomorrow. But Jared, that very thought sends my mind back to work. And so I think here's what I've learned, is that if you work with your hands, you should Sabbath with your mind. And if you work with your mind, you should Sabbath with your hands. So finding things, you know, that are enjoyable. So we do like as a family, a lot of like physical activities, you know, I'm I'm always doing a a half marathon or something crazy with my boys. We're always training for a race. So my 19 year old and I just finished a half marathon a couple weeks ago and we're trying to find a different race or something else to do. And then I very intentional about just having date nights with my wife, you know, once a week. And we have the privilege where three of our kids are adult children, and we only have one kid at the house. He's a 15-year-old. And so we don't have a lot of young kids at the house, so it's a little, maybe a little bit different for, you know, than what it was in the past. But we're just very, very intentional when I'm not on the road that I'm at home and I'm present. You know, and when I'm on the road, Jared, I mean, I'm working. You know, I'll get back to my hotel at six o'clock at night from working with a client, and I might work until 11. I don't watch a lot of television on the road. In fact, I don't watch any television on the road. I'm, I'm always working on the road so that when I come home, a lot of those things are kind of taken care of. So I, I think a lot of it is just being
1: intentional. Yeah, uh, Dennis, as we start to wrap up here. Already? First, this was fun. Well, we do short and, and oh, easy. Okay, cool. <laughs> easily. How about that? There we go. Short and easily. <laughs> short and easily. <laughs> we may have a new <laughs> name for the show. <laughs> I'm 5'10 and a half. So I don't know. Anyway, okay, doesn't matter. Dennis, what... People are listening being like, hey, I need to know more about Dennis. Where can they go?
0: So they can go to com and they're downloading a coaching skills checklist. Yes. And uh, you can go to com. get a coaching skills checklist. I think at my website right now, I don't even know what you can get. I think you can get other questions or something. Coaching questions for leaders, I think is what it's on there. <laughs> I, I should have been prepared. Oh, that's but okay that you're Just not. go to com and- do you, do you do
1: a lot of podcast interviews?
0: I don't. Well, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate this. I feel yeah.
1: like I hit a, a struck gold today. Oh, well, thank you. It was, you know, listen. Someone who doesn't do a lot of interviews, but has something really positive and helpful to say. So, well,
0: I appreciate yeah. that. And thank you for that. Thanks for
1: having me on. Okay. And then, of course, the final question is we like to close out with final thoughts. If there was a final thought, what would that be? Gosh, you put me right on the spot. So I think, you know, the final thought
0: is what are you going to do to get better today? You know, because when you get better, your business gets better. And many times we focus on our business, but when was the last time you focused on you? What are you going to do to get better spiritually, get better financially, get better in your relationships, get better in your health? Because when you get better, your business gets better. So go do something to be better personally today. Because here's what's interesting, Gerald. Every, every, every business problem I've ever solved and helped people with always has a personal problem at the root. When you break it down, it always has a personal problem. And if you don't solve that personal problem, you'll continue to have that same business problem. So when you get better, your business gets better. Yeah. Well said.
1: Dennis, thank you. Thank you.